We're going to discuss in this year, Be'ez Hashem, a few of the Agantin Yonim that show up over here on Daf Kofay. And we'll see in Be'ez Hashem that the, what we'll discuss, Agadita, over here, will really give us more insight into the whole Perik Mitzvah Chalitza Bechlal. We spoke before a few Daphim ago, Be'ez Hashem, on the Inyonim, the, the Oymik, that's Mavur and Svar Magdashim, Binyonim Chalitza. And let's see how that plays itself out in a fascinating Gemara over here on Daf Kufay. This Gemara is on Amid Aleph. The Gemara says that they asked the Shaila, Levi was asked to Shaila in a, in a village, Gidemes Mao Shetachloitz, an amputee Rachman al Slon. How could she do the vice Chalitza? She doesn't have a hand. So the Tshuva came back, who says that Chalitza has to be done? Biyad, she could do it with her teeth. Well, it sounds like from the Gemara is that anything that's in the Torah that you have to do, who says that doing uh, a Misa has to be done with the hands? The Torah says a hand, the hand is a hand. We had a whole schmooze before, left hands, right hands, itur, yat smoil, yemindidei, tefillin, and so on. Obviously, a person doesn't have a hand, can't put on tefillin, doesn't have an arm, can't put on tefillin. But a gidemes, where is it saying the Torah that has to be done with a hand? And there's a fascinating discussion, uh, the Paiskim, that starts in Halach and Tofresh and Aleph. Person Rachmanson doesn't have a hand, so how does he hold the little Vanesrik? So Gidemes could hold it. The Gemara talks about somebody that has a hand amputated. He holds it in his arm. Bizrayosov. So the Shai Tshuva over there has a whole raid from Poiskim. There's two Shittis. What about if he doesn't have an arm at all? Could he hold the little Vanesrik in his teeth? Is that is there a key mitzvah lekachtem lochem? And of course, the one side is. The Seifa Dvarim, the Mogan Avram, says a one-liner. He says, a raya from our sugya. What's a raya from our sugya? Because you see that when you have to do something, who says that has to be done by hand? Maybe it can be done with one's teeth. Who said that the Maisim Natila Slulav? On the other hand, the Shari Tshuva says that when the Torah says taking something, taking is with the hands. Taking is with the hands. That's the normal way of taking. It's not derech Natila. Mashenkin Chalitza, the point is not there's a derech Chalitza Sandal. The point is that the shoe has to come off. The shoe does come off even when it's pulled off by her teeth. That's the discussion. The Bukuri Yankiv in Tafish Nun Aleph, Biyode Horachova, Elige Bukuri Yankiv, which is the premier Sefer in Hilchesukah, opens up the Indian. He has rise from all over Shas. If taking something means, what about, let's say, Shloch Hakan? means only with hands. Is a person over in a lav or mekayim the mitzvah say of shalech to shalech with one's teeth? Maybe, maybe not. Those that If the opposite of taking is giving, what about a ma'isin asinas get? Mufusha doesn't have to be done with hands. Be done. A person can kick a get. What happens if he has the get in his teeth? Could he drop it into the chotzer of the isha? Would that be a ma'isin asina? Back and forth, a very rich. A uh, variety of rayas that Bukhari Yaakov discusses. That's the Indian. This Shaila is, would seem to be a Shaila like any other Shaila in Halach and the Gemara, but there's a historical episode where this Shaila of Gidemis, Maushe Taklitz, takes center stage, one of the pivotal events in the history of Klal Yisrael. It's not a Gemara here, but we'll see that this Gemara is, opens up insight, a tremendous amount of insight, into Let's open up a Gemara in the Sanhedrin. We'll give a little personal history. The 
place where I was exposed to this Gemara and to this Indian of Gidemes, Lagabe, various mitzvahs, the Rais that we just spoke about, Piktzara, was by a Shem many years ago that I happened to walk into the lunchroom in the Mir Yeshiva in Brooklyn and Rabbi Sro Reisman, was giving his famous Navishir. I was a young bacher, and I made myself Malava Malka to eat Matzah Shabbos. At that point, he gave the Shein the lunchroom over there. And I listened to the Shein, I was fascinated. And he discussed in the context of an episode in Sefer Shmuel, Shmuel Beis, he discussed this Gemara, he went through the Rayas. But I remember then, not only being fascinated by the Maramukhaimis and the Shir, but also wondering why is this a mitzvah's chalitza factor in to this pivotal historical episode that we're going to now describe. And Mitzvah Hashem, I'd like to share with you my thoughts on the subject based on the maral over there. This is the Gemara in Sanhedrin, the Gemara says, a famous episode where Yoyev ben Suya, the Sartzvah of Dovin HaMelech, had a confrontation with Avne Bener. Avne Bener had been the Gibor Chayil, had been the, was one of the G'dayli Ador, he had been the Giba Chal, the Sa'atzva of the army of Shoal. He was then convinced, L'shem Shemayim, that the right was with David HaMelech, and he came over to David HaMelech, he made his peace, and he uh, he accepted the authority, the Malchus of David. The first seven years, David HaMelech was in Hebron. Only the last 33 years in Yerushalayim, there was some type, there was a period in the beginning when there was a Machloikis with the, with the children of Shoal HaMelech, and Yoyev ben Suruya, it says over there, was chased by Asoel, the brother of Yoyev ben Suruya. Avda ben Ner, paskin for himself that Asoel was a roidif, he had no right to kill him. If he was a roidif, so he turned around and he killed Asoel. Yoyev ben Suruya took the liberty to kill, to kill Avda ben Ner, midin goyel hadam. And the Pesach says over there, this is a, obviously a tragic episode, because we see Lamashal, that David HaMelech, when he was mitzavah, Shloim HaMelech, before he was nifter, told him to, to make sure to end the life of Yoav ben Suya. Despite Yoav ben Suya's loyalty to David, at the end he was not in favor of Shloim. He was a murid against the Malchus of Shloim ben David. Kiyadua, that there's two dinim in Merides HaMalchus, connected by David. There's Merida against David, the briskirov is medayik in the Loshna Rambam, the shmuz for itself, that is a separate level of merida in those that are married in the Malchus of Shloimoi being the successor of David. That's the episode described in the Haftarah of Beloyecha Begodim, the Haftarah of uh, Misas, before Misas David. And after Vayichi, David HaMelech, tells Shloimoi that he should end the life of Yehud ben Suya after his nifter, because of the blood that was shed of Avner Bener, Lamasob ben Yesev, Ayagem, Vayosin, Tmei Melchama B'Sholem. And the Pasuk says that Yehud ben Suya was able to lure Avner Bener into a state of unawareness, and that's how he was able to kill him. Vayateu Yehud Altoi Chashar, he got him Altoi Chashar, Ledabri Itei Bisheli. El Toicha Shah, the Gemara understands, Shah is always a lotion of Bezdin, like we have also Yvimte Hashara. And because of that, that means that there was a discussion in the Sanhedrin. The Gemara understands that was a discussion as to the right of Avner Bener, whether he was right to kill us all, or whether he killed him, but he didn't have a din right of Ayn Shom. And, but the lotion of the Pasuk is that he trapped him, Ledaber Ito Bisheli. Bisheli Pashtas, an obscure word. 
The way the Mepharshi Abshat Taichin and Shmuel Beis, it, uh, it means in a state of unawareness. But the Loshna is strange. It's a word that's not used in Tanakh. Bisheli, the Gemara understands that that means Iske Shaloi. Sheli, Iske Shaloi. Rashi says over there, I'll read the Rashi. Loshin shall na lecho. Shaloi ba'arma. He asked him in trickery. Yivamo gidemes hechoi letes. How does a Yivamo, who's an amputee, do a chalitza? His chil seichel of anav. He bent over. Mareo kachi chaletzes bishinel. She does it with her teeth. Kim avoid the Gemara by us. He was bent over, he was on a wheel, he was able to draw his sword, and he was able to kill him. So the Pasuk that's also a remez to an Asik with a nal, getting off the nal off the foot, bishali, bishaloi. The Maral adds over there an important piece. Maral says, What does this story have to do? What, what, was he, what, what does it have to do with Shalnolecho? Sheilas now, that's the lashon of the pasuk. Shal no lechem yal raglecho. Removing the shoe, shal no lechem yal raglecho. We find by Meishin Yeshua, and the Maral Bektzora Mamish says over there something that we discussed a few blatter ago, that the inyan of chalitza is the fact that a neshama that didn't leave over children in this world is doesn't have a sheiris, and the shaman goes up, it doesn't have, it's trapped, so to speak, because it doesn't have a leftover presence in this world. The representation of removing the guf from the neshama is the tzivui that HaKadosh Baruch Hu said to Moshe Rabbeinu, to, to Yeshua Rabbeinu, the now means the guf of a person, the relationship between a person's guf and the infinite levels of neshama that he has connecting him all the way is literally the bottommost layer is the person's shoe. That shoe is the shal. She'elas now me'al harego. We spoke about v'yachas to Yom Kippur. That's what the that's what the uh, sandal of Yom Kippur represents. Removing the body from the neshama. We're only oisik and yoni neshama. When the shoe is removed from the brother what that's doing is, that saying is that now this person's neshama, even though there's no, he has no children in this world, his neshama is free to go up. The shoe is removed from the, the, from the rest of the person, so to speak. His guf could be bimenucha in the ground and his neshama could go up. There's an ilu neshama that's created for the mess, al yudeh, the fact that his brother's shoes comes off. That's what we discuss as Eshtet and Zayar. Let's take that a step further. The morale is saying, that Avner Bener was saying he's Chayv Misa. He's Chayv Misa is the Pshat. That's again, that's Shal No Lechom Yal Raglecho. That's why it's Merumas in this form. I would add to that. The ultimate mitzvah of Achrayis for a brother, the ultimate mitzvah of Kiyeshu Achim Yachtov, is not while a brother's alive. That means like this. A, a, a brother's alive, there's a, like the Rabbi Nisham says to Kayin, he could kill a brother, not only is he not responsible for him, but he could kill him. The, the Avera of Ritzicha meant that there was a complete disregard of, right, that's where the Torah the ter- doesn't say, how do you kill him? The Torah says, where's your Achrayis for your brother? Achva means that the two of you are bound together. So of course there's a there's a basic level, don't kill him, don't strike down a brother. There's another level called take a The ultimate level of taking a for a brother 
is taking Achrayis for brother even after he passed away, that his neshama should find menucha. The Maisa Chalitza, and that's why it has to be Kiesh Vachim Yachtav, they have to be brothers that were together. When there's an Achva that's created between two brothers, one brother can, uh, can be Mamshich, the Menuchas Hanefesh of his brother's Neshama with a Maisa Chalitza. That's how we understand the Maisa Chalitza. It's a mitzvah, not just a matter to get rid of the Zika. There's a, there's a mitzvah of Chalitza because that frees the brother's Neshama. The ultimate, La expression of achrayis for a brother of bris ha'achva ben ben achim is the ma'isa chalitza. The ultimate, in another way, of taking achrayis for a brother is the din of goyal hadam. A brother was killed, and the din of the brothers, he's allowed to spill somebody else's bro- blood for what? For the bris krusa of achrayis between brothers. The Torah, the avera of ritzicha. We just said by kain and hell, the avera of ritzicha is a bittle of Yiddish brotherhood. For any Yid, we're brothers. So Mele, killing another Yid is an expression of bittle of haforas briso achvo. The spilling blood of a Ritzeach is done by a brother because that's a ticking on that achvo. So it makes sense that Avner Bener was miramized him, the, the removal of the shoe from the foot, miramized, and he discussed with him. Avner Bener didn't stop kill him. Uh, I'm sorry, Yoyven Tzvi didn't stop Kilav the Bener. The remez was that this is the opposite of Chalitza, or this is the same thing as Chalitza. And that's why the, he got him into a situation talking about Inyoni Chalitza, because he was talking about his responsibility to shed the blood of Avner Bener in order to be Mesach and that's Bris Achno. That's L'Chayr the Hashlama to the words of the Maral. I'd like to take this Bez Hashem to a deeper level. Rebaran Yafin, in his Hagdama to the, to the Chidusha Haritva on Yavamis, the, the big Svarim that he wrote in Yavamis, says in the Psicha, says a, says a fascinating insight. He says, you look in the Torah, there are mitzvahs that were given to each of the others. The Ramam delineates which mitzvahs were given to Noyach, to Odom, to Noyach, to Avram, to Yitzchok, to Yaakov, in Mitzrayim, to Levi, Kos, Amram. All G'dayle had done before Matan Torah got individual mitzvahs. Guys always given mitzvahs by Moro. There's an interesting phenomena of a mitzvah that's discussed in a context that we don't have any tzivuyim. There are no mitzvahs that we find in the Torah that were given to the shvatim. Either to the Ovis or later on before Matan Torah. There are no mitzvahs that were given to the shvatim as an expression of their being brothers, the founders of Klai Yisrael. There's one mitzvah that we do find in the Torah that the first expression of that mitzvah is by the shvatim. Where is that? Right after Mechiris Yosef, there's the episode in Pasha's Vayeshev of Yehuda uh, with his two sons, Erva Oinon. Over there is a Maise of Yibum. The Maise of Yibum ultimately was done by him. And over there we find the Chazal relate that very distinctly to Mitzvah Yibum. That concept of Lahokim Shem is, even though it's not exactly the model of Yibum, wasn't a brother, it was a father-in-law, but this, the idea is the same, and Chazal already say, point out, that we find the same pattern of Mitzvah Yibum playing a central role. Remember, the Mitzvah Yibum over there, Melech HaMashiach, the ultimate Tikkun HaOilam, comes out from the Maisa, so to speak, the Maisa Yibum of Yehuda and Tamar. From there comes out Melech Mashiach. Later on, there's a, there's a Madura Basa of the same episode, where is that? Megillah Rus. Also, the, the 
discussion of Boyaz or Pliny Almoini taking over the field and marrying Rus, even though it wasn't Mamish Gibum in the sense of a brother, it was the goyal of the field, the goyal of the field and the goyal of the marriage of Machlon Vikilian. Over there also was an expression of Lachem Lach of Shame. It's Mufurjan Chazal. And the, we understand that from there has to come a Malach Moshev. There's a Madura Basu, which is really a Chazar of Yehud and Tomor. And the same way Yehud and Tomor was shrouded, what looked like a Maisaveru with the Bezoyan, with Yehuda having to be Moida. Over there also was shrouded in mystery. For Doirois, there was a cloud around that marriage because of Mayovi, Belay Mayovis, and so on. Kimavur Megillas Rus. Melech HaMashiach has to come from a place of mystery, of secrecy, of, of being shrouded in questions. That's why Lasid Lavoy is such an unknown because it's shrouded in mystery. This is all Dvarim Mefurashim. But you see in the parasha over there by Boyaz that the one who's going to take over is called the Goyal. The mitzvah of Yibum is the mitzvah of creating Achva. It's the only mitzvah of creating Achva La'achar Mois Ho'achiv. The flip side of that is the mitzvah of Goyal Adam. Like we just said, Goyal the one who is going to marry the Bayaz or Plani Amani is called the Goyal. It's Mufurish in the, in, 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 in the Basu. He's called the Goyal. The Goyal had Dam and the Goyal in the sense of being a Yovam is the same idea. It's that Ahmed, that's the mitzvah that was given to the Shvatim. Why is that the mitzvah that was given to the Shvatim? That's the parsha that speaks right after Mechir Yosef. What was the ultimate rip in the fabric of Klal Yisrael? In the Achva between Klal Yisrael and Mechir Yosef. For all time, the Averi that haunts Klal Yisrael is Mechir Yosef. That's our Ruge Malchus, Shaykh to Mechir Yosef. You have even this Makarius that maybe Rahman some blood libels in the Middle Ages is Shaykh to Mechir Yosef. Klal Yisrael, there's a rip in the fabric of the Bris Krusa of Shifte Ko with the Mechir Yosef. Right after Mechir Yosef, there has to be a tikkun of that. There has to be a rectification of that. There's a parasha of the bris between brothers. From there comes Amalek Mashiach, because that's the tikkun of Olam ultimately that has to be Mechaper and Mesakin. It has to fix the world and it also has to fix Klaus on the sense of the ripping of that brotherhood. The ripping of that Achva, which we just said is Mechir Yosef. What was Mechir Yosef? Mechir Yosef was a, a division, was a period between one group of brothers, the Shvatim, led by Yehuda, and Yosef. The Svarim are full, they talk, that there was a Machlokis. Yosef saw that he was supposed to be Melech, but we know that there's Malchus based on it. They passed in on Yosef, he was Mechuyid Misa, because he's a Moirid in the Malchus of Yehuda. Dvarim of Hiroshim, Chazal, and Rishonim. Comes out that whenever we talk about Merida b'Malchus based of it, we're talking again about a rip in the fabric of the Achva Klaizor. What happened later on by Shlomo Melech, by Rechavom, and Yerovim Benavot was again the same rip in the fabric. It caused Churban Bayisrishon. Ultimately, it caused Churban Bayisheni. All deterioration of Churban and Klaizor comes from that rip in the fabric in that Bris Achva. At the point where Avne Bener came over, at the point where Kilu, the Malchus of Shoal, came over and made its peace with the Malchus of David, at that point, what was the discussion? What were the mitzvahs that were on the table when the fabric was being mended and put together again? The bris achva was being put together. The mitzvah of Goyal Adam, the mitzvah of Chalitza, it's all one Indian. So that's the imik of what the Gemara, of what played out over there, they were being icy. It wasn't Bechit Stam. He wanted to fool him, so he got him into a discussion with his Chalitza. 
Stam is a mitzvah of Goyal Adam, that's how he killed him. The mitzvah of Goyal Adam, the Indian of Goyal Adam, the Indian of Chalitza are directly related to the Achva, the Bris Achva amongst the Shiftekods. Directly related to the Hisachtus of Malchus Beis Yosef and Malchus Beis David. Lost Lovoy, Melech HaMashiach has to come on the fabric of the Tikkun of that. Open up the Aftarim Pashas Vayigash and when Yehuda and Yosef the two Malchuyos are reconciled. And Yosef makes up with the brothers. That is Lassid Lavoy. The Novi starts with that. The Novi Yecheskel says, take one eights and write on it, eights Yosef, base Yosef. And take another eights and write on it, base Yehuda. And make those two eights in V'hoyu l'achodim biyodecho. That's the vision of Lassid Lavoy. That kieshu achim yachtov, that bris achva, the shleimus of that, the ticking of that, the mending of the ripped fabric of klal Yisrael that started by Mechiris Yosef is the ultimate ticking hasholim. When Malchus of the Aseris Hashvat and Malchus of David will come together, and that's what was playing itself out when Avner Bener came forward to reconcile with the Malchus of David, that was a, a, a taste, it was a whiff of lost love. So what played itself out of then was the Maisa Chalitza, the Maisa Goyal Adam, it's Mamshtis, it was the same atmosphere, it's the same thing. Hoya Masha Hoya, and Avada, that means that the Hariga of Avne Bener created another rip in the Shleimus of Malchus of David. The Malchus of Shloimoi, which is Sholem Shmoi, the Sholem Kisoi, was not a hundred percent Sholem, because of that Maisa. And that's why David HaMelech and his Tzavot to Shleim HaMelech tells him to bring down Avdan Bener because it's a steer to the Malchus of Shleim HaMelech. It's a steer to the ultimate V'hoyu L'achodim Yodeko. So we see over here the Oymik, the Dvorim Nefloim, the Oymik of how all this comes together in the Histaklus of Chazal. An unrelated but conceptually related Indian we have on this Amid. We'll just add something else. Hashlamas Indian. We have the descri- description of the Xerah that was Nigzar against the, uh, the, the Baishal Eli. The Gemara brings that was Xerah that can't be overturned. Bezevachu Bemincho. In Mishaper of Avoyn Beis Eli, Bezevachu Bemincho. The Gemara says that Rabba and Abaya, uh, were supposed to die much younger, but they were Mishaper because they were Mishaper Betari, Bigmil's Chazon. Famous Gemara about Beis Eli. So just to discuss uh, a period in history, in Yiddish history, which is not properly understood. There was a Mishkon, the original Mishkon that came in Teretz Yisrael, the Mishkon that was built by Moshe Rabbeinu. Its, its temporary place was Gilgal, and then ultimately was put in Shiloh. The Pasuk says Shiloh was to be medium Suyemes, a permanent abode. It wasn't permanent, but it was a, a resting place. It wasn't in a state of wandering. And that's why when the Mizbeach was in Shiloi, there's an Isabomois. Kiloi Bosal Anachlo Velamanucha, Yushalayim is a base of Lomim. And then there's a temporary final place that's called Shiloi. And we see Mufurish and Chazal that there's a relationship between Shiloi vis a vis Yushalayim. And Malchus Beis Yosef vis-a-vis Malchus David. Where is that? A Rashi Mufurash is in Parashas Vayigash. Rashi says in Parashas Vayigash, on the post of Vayipol al-Tzavarev v'nyomin al-Chiv v'yev, ku v'nyomin bochal al-Tzavarev. 
They cried on each other on each other's necks. What does that mean? Rashi says that Savor is referred to in Shir Shirim. Savor is the place that connects the head with the goof. That's uh, the Beis Hamikdash, which connects Shemayim and Oretz. Savor is a code name for Beis Hamikdash. They cried for Bate Mikdashes that would be shy to them, that would be destroyed. Rashi says he cried on Binyamin, Al Shtei Mikdashos, that would be Bechelpish of Binyamin, Vesoif and Lichorev. So we see that Mishkan Shiloi is a very real uh, Churban in the history of Klai Yisrael, and it's Shaykh the Chelk Yosef. Now we don't have a national day of mourning like we have on the Bote, the Shtei Bote Mikdoshes and Mishkan Shiloi. But there were really three places of Asher Hashem that were destroyed. There was the Mishkan Shiloi, which was destroyed in the aftermath of the episode of Beis Eli. And then there were two Batim Mikdashes. So let's examine that for a minute. Psaloi Does Mishkan Shiloi have, does, does Mishkan, the same way we understand the destruction of two Batim Mikdashes left their remnant on Klai. So we're impoverished and we're in a state of Hestaponim because of destruction of two Batim Mikdashes. What do we have? What's the lasting legacy of the destruction of Mishkan Shiloi? What does it mean to us? What does it represent? So let's be misbinding for a few minutes. The Avoin, the Avera of Beis Eli, wasn't an Avera that went into the fabric of Klaisol. It was an Avera of Bizri Kochim, in the sense that they were not as connected with the right sense of Eimah, Yira, and Hachno to their Avoida. They, they sort of were comfortable, they balabativit, to use the Yiddish term, over the Avoida and the Beis Amigdosh. They were a little bit late with Karbonis, they had personal gain, there was, a, there was COVID at play. Similar to to what happens when you have an Adam Godel and you have, uh, and you have a Chotzer with people, with, with people getting Tevis Hano. It's the same thing. They brought down the bias of Eli with that. So the reason why Mishkan Shila on the one hand doesn't cut into the, wasn't, Claudius Yisrael wasn't punished for Mishkan Shila. The Mishkan Shila was destroyed, but it wasn't a churban of Klal Yisrael. The same way Klal Yisrael, when the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed, the whole Klal Yisrael went to Golos, is because without a Beis Hamikdash, there's no Klal Yisrael. Mishkan Shila was destroyed because of an Avera of the Kehanim. So what was destroyed was that branch of the Kehanim. Beis Eli has a Xera on them, that they die young, and because Kilo, they were Nishayiv Bekloya because of the, because of Avayim Kochim. That's on the one level. On the on on the on on a deeper level, there is a lasting remnant in Klayusol, the Metzius of Klayusol that was left over. Open up a puzzle. Let's understand the period in history. Do with the Shaiftim. When we say in Pekiovis, Moshe Mesar Ali Yeshua, Yeshua Laskanim, Skanim Lenavim. What is it what does it mean Skanim? Who are the Skanim? The Skenim is not just the Skenim that we cover from Yeshua. Skenim means the whole period, the Mufashim say, of the Shoftim. There was a period of the Shoftim, which is called Zekenim. Then there's a period of Nevi'im. When's the crossover between the period of Shoftim to the period of Nevi'im? Klor by Shmuel Hanavi. Shmuel Hanavi is Mufurish, that the Psukim in the beginning of Sefer Shmuel talk about that Shmuel in his younger years when he was Makabal from Eli, his Rabbi was Eli, the, the vision, the Koyach was something that was very rare. It was extremely rare. Shmuel HaNavi opened up the floodgates in Nevoah, and thereafter, until Churban Bayes Rishon, Nevoah was something that were thousands, tens of thousands of Nevi'im in every door. 
for, for, for hundreds of years. But until Shmuel Anovi Chazayin Hashem Dova built in Ofutz. That means in the Tkufa of the Shaiftim, Kalal Yisrael was ruled by something that was not Nevoah. The, the, Nevoah was not the Iker Koyach. Well, that would mean to say that Nevoah was a step up. The Zkenim were Mosra. Lenevim, Lechayi Lenevim were a Aliyah's Darga, not a Nechayi's Darga, which normally we we believe in Yeridah's Adaris, not Aliyah's Adaris. So what's the Pshat? So Rebbe Vigdim Miller's Atzal used to explain, the Pasuk in Shoftim says a few times, the Pasuk says, Ish HaYosha Be'en of Yasa. Everybody was able to do what you know, whatever they want to do. On first glance, it sounds like the Tkufas HaShoftim was a Tkuf of Anarchy. That's what it sounds like. Total lawlessness. Have carers. Anybody can do whatever they want. Rabbi Miller's Atzal used to explain, it's When Klai Yisrael stood by Har Sinai, there was Zorichetu and Madrega where there was such a Shlemus in each one of them that they were inherently, like the Pasuk says, Alikim Asa Sodom Yashur. They were turned into Yashorim Be'etzem. There was no need to be ruled by a Melech, by an outside force, because the voice of HaKadosh Baruch Hu was inside them. Even Nevoah, which is direct communication with the Rabbanu Shalom, is something from outside. It's a voice from without. Isha Yosha Be'en of Yase is a madrega of being ruled from the Yashros Shebifnim. Kalal Yisrael for hundreds of years, when they went into Eretz Yisrael, was on a madrega, when by and large, there were exceptions, and those exceptions are discussed in Sefer Shoftim, there were a few people that were not to Benadar, but by and large, each of the members of Kalal Yisrael was, lived in a state of perfection based on an inner Elikim Adam Yasha. It's a tremendous, tremendous madrega. When was that Madrega lost? The same way Nevoah was lost by Churban by Yisrishon, that Madrega was lost by the Churban of Shiloi. Eli is the last of the Shoftim. After that, Shmuel Hanavi created a new Koyach. And the same way Shmuel Hanavi created that Koyach to be ruled by Nevoah, that the voice of Hashem is not from within anymore, but it was from without. Direct communication with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, notwithstanding, but it was with, from without. The emes from the Zach is, is that Malchus of David is a natural progression of Nevoah of Shmuel. Right? Shmuel created the Malchus of David. Shmuel created the institution of Malchus by Klai so it's not by accident, because he was the Avanavim. He's, his creation for Klai Yisrael was the creation of the voice from without, the Koyach which became Nofutz Biyamov. He created the Koyach HaMalchus, not from within, the Koyach of the Shoftim, but the Koyach from without, the Koyach of Malchus. So Malchus of David is directly Shaykh to Shmuel Hanavi, and the Tkufas HaShoftim, which was destroyed by Avoyin Beis Eli, was Bechel Shel Yosef. There's David, Shmuel, and then Eli, the Shoftim, and Shiloi, which was Bechel Shel Yosef. What does that have to do with anything? The Shlemus of Yosef, Kiyodua, is the Midah of Tzadik When a person's in a state of purity, of Tzidkis, the Madreg of Yosef at Tzadik is that the Yashru Sa'odom is Mibifnim. David HaMelech, his Koyach is a Koyach from without. Ba'ifin, where the destruction of Beis Eli was the destruction of the connection between that Koyach of Yosef with the Koyach of David. There was supposed to be a peaceful transfer. Instead, the 
Mishkan Shiloi ended with destruction. And again, that again created another period between the Koyach of Yosef and the Koyach of Yehuda. This is a Hashlama to what we discussed before. We'll finish off with one remez that occurred to me. I, I haven't found it, but maybe. The, one of the words that describes uh, a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the sense of HaKadosh Baruch Hu being a ruler, Kivyocho from without, a Malchus, a foreign Melech, one of the words is used is Aluf. And the Mephoshim relate the word Aluf to the letter Aluf. HaKadosh Baruch Hu rules from without. He's the Aluf. The word Elef is Bigamatri Aluf, Lamed Pei is Bigamatri 111. That's one correct the the, the Mufurish in the Svarim, that 111 is one Madrega, there's another Madrega of 112. The 112 is Hashem Havaya Elekim. 110, one lower than the, that Elef, is the Gematria of Eli. Ayin Lamid Yud is the Gematria of Eli. So it could be that it's 110 and 111, because it's two different Madregas. There's a Madrega of Malchus from without, there's the Madrega of the Shoftim, Ish Hayoshimain of Yasef from within. That's the Beis Shiloh. That's the bias that was destroyed with Eli. Eli is the last of the Shoftim before the transfer to the Av Hanavim to Shmuel Hanavi. This is to what we discussed before. And we're waiting for that day. When the Malchus, when all the Kaychus of Kaisal will create one Malchus Shleim of Hashem Lamelech al Kalaharetz.